Hey everyone, before we get started with today's podcast, I wanted to give a shout out to our sponsor, Black BX. Running a pub, restaurant, or retail business? Black BX lets you offer awesome Wi-Fi, gives you powerful insights and epic experience to your customers. Get started with a free trial today. BlackBX.io slash TTP. Tell them this is the president sent you. Now on with the podcast. Yes, ma'am, I read you loud and clear. Yes, ma'am, this is... Yes, ma'am, this is... This is the present. Super Bowl Seven on paper, before the kickoff, looks like the best match, the most intriguing match we've had yet in these Super Bowl games. First of all, we have a team coming in here undefeated, untied, the Miami Dolphins. No team has ever come into the Super Bowl with an unblemished record. No team has ever won 17 games in a row in a professional football season. Miami is shooting for that record today. I just had a good experience on a right-wing podcast. I know. And what was that? Um, the guy has tons of followers, Chad uh, Pranther or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, he's also a comedian. Um, he does, like, these rants, YouTube rants. They all get, like, about 100,000 views. Y'all remember when the dumbest thing we did as teenagers was drink liquor from our parents' stash and then attempt to hide the fact we did it by filling the bottle with water so they wouldn't know any was missing? Nowadays, we got jokes, memes, and online challenges where kids are eating Tide detergent pods and filming themselves. Yes, they're literally turning on the camera and biting into a plastic ball of laundry detergent. It's in the psychological land of, hey, don't push that button, and now everybody wants to push that button. Now here comes, hey, don't eat the laundry detergent. We just, we, I just told him, don't go Hannity on me. Right, right, what do you say? <laughs> he was not, he's like, he was all, he was, he was a fan. He was like, tell me about OJ. Okay, all right. <laughs> and, um... And so what else is, uh, what, what, uh, hold on, let me get out of this. Okay, so how was the, uh, did he have a lot of, he wasn't a, a tough question. Well, he told me he liked the book, so he's, and, and then he just kept pushing how all his listeners should pick up the book, and how it just gives, uh, it's funny, and you should laugh at yourself, and gives uh, a, a good insight. So, uh, gotta like him for that. Okay, well, that's good. I take it he was a Trump supporter then. Yeah, so again, he was trying to play the case at the end. It's like, okay, so all seriousness, how how do you think Trump, first year out, how do you think Trump is doing? And it's like all his listeners are like in Texas and Alabama. Right, yeah. I, I sweat, uh, worst president in history. <laughs> what would he say? He's like, what well, despite the stock market and blah, 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 and blah. Oh my god, right. <laughs> and then it's like, uh, I just, I, I laid it, like, I laid it online, I go, okay, uh, you're a dad, you have kids, do you want your kids to look up to a role model <laughs> that's a morally bankrupt person? <laughs> and? <laughs> uh, he, he wasn't, uh, he's not really a Trump supporter, he's a Republican, right, but he okay. can vote, he said Trump was the last person in the field he, of Republicans he would have voted for. Yeah, I mean, it was just like it all comes down to people were voting not for Hillary. That's what they were voting for. Yeah, but if you're on the Republican side, yeah. you vote the Republican. Yeah, uh, do it. 
Wait, is it, is it flavor aid? Do you vote the flavor aid? You, you drink the flavor aid, right? You, you, know, you drink the Republican flavor right. flavor brand the aid. Braver, trademark. Make a, a tra- trademark that's not Kool Aid. Hey, if you want to learn more about flavor aid and Kool Aid, you can check out one of our previous episodes yeah. of this, the President. Yeah, that would be the Jimmy Carter Jonestown massacre that that you can uh, listen to there on iTunes or wherever you find uh, awesome podcasts. Um, and that was episode number thirty-two. Well, right now we're in episode thirty-three. Harmon, can you believe? Believe it or not, this is the president. Um, it, it, seemed, it seemed just like yesterday we were in episode twenty-seven. It seemed like it, yeah. But uh, things move fast. Yeah. When, actually, actually, that was just like a month ago. Yeah, things move fast when when Dennis Miller's playing paying the bills, dude. Oh, can we keep that in? We can keep that in. We're not talking about. Oh, are we still on the Dennis Miller? Yeah, this thing? is the last one. This is the last one. Oh, oh. Maybe he gets more gigs. Do we get more sponsors? <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Maybe if we send some sponsors, send some people his way, which you can listen to in the middle of the show, folks. You can find out all, you get all your tickets for February 10th at the Silver Casino thing. How's New York doing these days? Yeah, New York is fine. Tonight we have the uh, the State of the Union address oh, where we get to watch Trump read a speech off a monitor. Holy cow, I didn't even realize that was tonight. Okay, all yeah, right. 1 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, so uh, I don't know what time that will be in the U.K. That's 2, p. Uh, 2 a.m. here, which I'm not staying up for. Um, yeah, uh, the, the question is, like, let's watch Melania's body language next to Trump. <laughs> that would be, be good, but she won't be there because he'll be at the podium. She'll be like in yes, the, yeah. the audience, like yeah. cut away, yeah. swatting his hand away. Yes, yeah, sitting sitting next to Baron. They can't talk about Baron though. No, no. But uh, yeah. So, anyways, I was on this right wing podcast, and the, and the guy, I he went allegedly had sex with a porn star. Allegedly, mm-hmm. right. And how'd you counter that? Oh, <laughs> no, it's, it's just ridiculous, isn't yeah. it? It's just, you kind of, after a while. I mean, well, it, it fits his brand. Yeah. We're it's, just, not like, it's not an off-brand thing for no, him to No, no, it's totally on-brand, yeah, especially after from the guy who runs the Miss Universe pageant. And that's how he Yeah, takes, who, takes, who, who goes into the locker room and tells Howard Stern, uh, I just pretend like I'm checking up on the pageant. I'm like, so with a naked, naked 16-year-old. Yeah, there you go, rule model. I'll be the president. Okay. All right, buddy. Well, you know, he's, you know, not the best, but, you know, we... Uh, not the best. No, not the best. <laughs> well, we've had some other people. We've had... This should be a new, new segment on the podcast called <laughs> Understatement of the Podcast. Or just not the best. Well, I mean, not he's still best. in office. You know, he hasn't been forced to leave like certain other presidents. Yeah, but uh, I'm trying to get the the grasp of the nuns memo that's just come out, like how that is actually going to play out. What? Nuns menu memo, the FBI memo. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I thought grasp of the nuns. I thought you were. I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what's your take on that? I'm not. I haven't even really been following that stuff. I'm just gonna. I'm waiting until it it hits the the floor or what, it hits the wall or whatever. And then I'll I'll start filtering it out. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Well, I think it has, so a little bit. A little bit, but I'm, you know, I'm, I don't know, man. Teflon Don, dude, he's something that's gonna like. I mean, so many things are getting thrown out of him, and nothing is sticking. Right. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but some, you know, what's happened to um, some presidents? It does stick on. Like for example, uh, President Nixon. Right. Yeah. So do you? Did, what, did you have any encounters with any comedy duos in his? 
during his presidency? Uh, well, Richard Nixon, surprisingly enough, did make an appearance on the number one rated TV show at the time, Laughing. Goldie, when you were in school, did you have a tough time with questions? No, but the but the answers were murder. Roman and Martin, nineteen twelve. <laughs> When I was five years old, I wanted to be a doctor. Why didn't you? Well, they wouldn't allow a five-year-old into medical school. Adam and Eve, 10 BC. <laughs> yeah! Suck it to me. Yeah, but is that so off-brand that Trump made appearance on Saturday Night Live? Kind of, kind of the same thing. the hallways where John Belushi used to be in a Coke binge. <laughs> and Franken and Davis were doing acid. It's wonderful to be here. I will tell you, this is going to be something special. Many of the greats have hosted, as you know, this show, like me, in 2004. Yeah, no, the, um, actually, the, the 50th anniversary of Laughing is this month. All right, okay. Yeah. Um, I was just watching some old Laughing clips, because, uh, um, like, uh, uh, I was doing this video on Phyllis Diller, and she was on it, and it's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Just the man. whole having a party and then stopping on someone doing a joke thing. Oh, it's great. Yeah, especially the trapdoor bits. I mean, that that's always, you know, even the dumbest jokes work there, you know. But then we get, like, some actor who you don't know who it is, you know, doing it, you know, with bad timing. But it all worked because it's just, like, quick joke, cut away, dancing. Yeah, I mean, that was it. Goldie Hawn coming in there. And I heard a, a story where they, they would purposely not give Goldie Hawn her lines. So just to make her yeah, just to, yeah, well, just to make her mess up, because then she'd start laughing, and then it'd make everybody else laugh. Hey, Goldie, my great-grandfather was a centenarian. I say my great-grandfather was a centenarian. Isn't that, isn't that wonderful, Goldie? My great-grandfather was a centenarian. Hey, Goldie, did you hear his great-grandfather was a centenarian? Hey, no kidding. Hey, Goldie. His Sock it to me. <laughs> uh, a, cu a couple of uh, little bits while you were talking about the Knicks on the Laugh-In. Um, and the reason we bring that up is because this week's phone call uh, takes place in 1973 and is between uh, Dick Martin and Dan Rowan, who are the creators of Laugh-In, and they're talking to uh, Mr. Nixon shortly uh, before. Uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, George Slater? Well, right. George, uh, Dick... George Slater, the creator, Dick Martin, and Dan Rowan, the hosts. Let's put it that way. Hey, everyone. Scott here. We'll get back to the podcast in a second. But first, we wanted to welcome aboard one of our new sponsors, Dennis Miller. Maybe you've seen him on The O'Reilly Factor, or perhaps you remember him from his days as an anchor of the Weekend Update segment on Saturday Night Live. Miller is also an Emmy Award winner and author of the New York Times bestsellers The Rants, Ranting Again, I Rant, Therefore I Am, and the rant zone so wherever you may know him from now you'll have the chance to see dennis miller live at the silver legacy resort casino in reno nevada on saturday february 10th 2018 tickets start at 49.50 and can be purchased at silverlegacy.com enjoy 20 percent off on a hotel room on the night of the show with the purchase of a show ticket what a great valentine's day idea use offer code tix18 when purchasing thanks a lot everyone and now let's get back to the president's
You should listen to this other podcast and you would know about that. It's called Comedy History 101. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. But here is here the, uh, the interesting bit of trivia I was trying to get to, Harmon, was that um, uh, Nixon wasn't the only candidate who was offered an appearance on the show. Also, uh, George Wallace and, um, yeah, and Hubert Humphrey were also offered a, a spot of the show. George Wallace, really? Yeah, yeah, crazy old racist George Wallace. Could have been on nothing, yeah. I draw the line in the dust and toss the gauntlet before the feet of tyranny, and I say segregation now, segregation tomorrow, and segregation forever. Like, why were they, like... Were they just trying to humanize George Wallace? I or? think they were. They offered it to all the candidates, and they just kind oh, of, they offered. Oh, okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, they offered all of them, and uh, the price that uh, Nixon received for his appearance, uh, per the uh, standard rate, was uh, two hundred and ten dollars. Okay, so after rates. Yeah, after, after rates, right? That's nineteen sixty-eight rates, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what we've got today in this week's phone call is a super our Super Bowl special. And so to go back to laughing, it's um, the phone call is from January 10th of 1973, where Richard Nixon is talking to Dan Rowan and Dick Martin uh, about the upcoming game between the Miami Dolphins and the Washington Redskins. You uh, are you a football fan, Harmon? Um, I liked the Minnesota Vikings growing up, but uh, I haven't really gotten into football after that. Okay, fair, fair enough. Do you remember anything about the 1973 Dolphins? Not at all. Okay, fair enough. Well, they were uh, the only undefeated team in history, NFL history up to that point. Going into the Super Bowl, they were undefeated, and they actually weren't even favored to win. Okay. Yeah. So what we're going to have here in the phone call is we've got Dan Rowan and Dick Martin talking to President Nixon about the upcoming game and Nixon's upcoming 60th birthday party. Okay. Uh, right. Should I let it rip? Maybe you could go ahead and let it rip. Party of that Redskin game Sunday. Oh, how many points? <laughs> Listen, I tell you, I anybody that gives or takes, anybody that gives points is a nut. Yeah, I think on so. either side. I think and it's pretty dead even. I think it's pretty even. I think just between you and me that it's moment that uh, that Miami have to be given an edge because they're younger and faster. Mm. On the other hand, the Redskins have something going for them that may that could be the uh, differential, and that is that they may be a little hungrier. And, the, and the experience. You know, us old guys get very hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. President, okay. so kind of you to call. Oh, listen, after what you did, I, I incidentally, we of course are going to keep it only with the man, but I told Haldeman he could show the White House staff. I thought they'd get such oh, a bang Mark, to see we're good. Okay. Happy right. birthday. Bye. Happy birthday. Bye-bye. <laughs> So that was January 10th, 1973, President Nixon talking with Laugh-In hosts Dan Rowan and Dick Martin about the upcoming Super Bowl game between the Dolphins and the Redskins. So they're both saying that the game is going to be pretty good, a pretty good matchup. Uh, what do you think was the outcome of the game, Harmon? Um, well, you just said the Dolphins were, were undefeated, so I would say... Fitting with that, the Dolphins remained undefeated. Uh, you're correct in that, but it was still a pretty close game. Uh, Miami won 14-7, to and Miami mm. uh, was actually shut out during the second half of the game. So they had they scored 14 points up front, and that was it. 
Oh, okay. And then it was close. Yeah, so it was closer than you thought. And then I did see something where um, actually uh, President Obama recently welcomed this team to the White House about a couple years ago. The Welcome the 1973 the Dolphins? The 1973 Dolphins to the, uh, I guess they, they, people call them the 1972 Dolphins because it's like, I you am know. proud to welcome the only undefeated, untied team in NFL history to the White House for the very first time. Give it up for the 1972 Miami Dolphins. I know this is a little unorthodox, four decades after the fact, but these guys never got their White House visit. After winning Super Bowl seven. Oh, it was seventy three. It was Super yeah. Bowl seventy three. Was yeah. this season? Yeah. So they were uh, like Larry Zonka. If you remember him. I assume none of the Dolphins didn't make the appearance out of protest. No, they were they were all there. I think we're just <laughs> in like new terrain now, where 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 athletes just don't want to go to the White House. Yeah, people don't people don't want to show up anymore. Um, and this phone call, just I want to touch on a little bit of controversy here, if you can re- if you can handle it. Are you ready? Uh, and uh, uh, should there be a stink for that? Handling controversy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. I'm so, just making your posts work harder, so you have to put. A, a reverb effect. Yeah. On the audio. So as you as you know, if you, as you know, if you listen to uh, this is the president, we've done uh, one of these presidential phone calls before to the um, football teams, and I believe it was uh, Pre- President Clinton talking to the Cowboys. Do you remember that one? I, I do indeed. Okay. I okay. do. It seems to be a common motif, right? Which it's is interesting to say. Will that happen with our current president? I don't know. We'll do a phone call. To uh, the Eagles or the Patriots. Right, and here's the thing, but here's the controversial part. So usually, so technically, or usually the president will call the the, the winning team to congratulate them after the Super Bowl. But um, uh, as Yahoo News reported in 2013, uh, mm-hmm. before the 1972 uh, game, which was also the Dolphins, uh, January 1972, uh, right. President Nixon called Don Shula the um, the coach of Miami Dolphins. The F word? No, we don't know what he called him about, and it was. Oh, oh, uh, oh he called him. He, he called him. Call no, he didn't call him anything, but he called him on the phone, and uh, we don't know. See, I did a little digging, and I did find the phone call listed in the presidential records, and in fact, right. the president called him on January the third, nineteen seventy-two, at one o'clock in the morning. Oh, he probably said, "Don't, don't tolerate your players taking a knee on the field." Yes, that's, that's what he was saying. He was leading it. He was making sure. He was making sure to get that in there before anybody, before it came yeah, to anybody's head. Despite the fact that the national anthem didn't even come into play to until like 2008, I don't even remember. <laughs> so I think it was something like that. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that was in. Um, yeah, that was right before uh, Super Bowl six. Yeah, so interesting. A little bit of trivia. They uh, the news story alluded to it. I found the phone call record in the in the mm-hmm. Nixon phone call logs, but there is not a tape. Um, Wait, was it? Oh, so missing tape. Missing yet tape. A uh, missing Nixon. tape yet again. Yes. So we don't know what happened in that phone call. It, it probably could be dug the up. Miami Dolphin plumbers. Yes, exactly. They snuck in there from uh, Washington and flew down to Miami it's, and, it, it, into their locker room. Yep, and had themselves a, a Cuban grinder sandwich. And um, what's a Cuban grinder? Don't they have like a Cuban sandwich? Isn't that like a thing down there in Miami? You oh know? no, I thought you were making some like. 
sexual joke like the old rusty trombone. <laughs> they had himself a cubic grinder. <laughs> That's a good one, though. We should uh, we should start that page up in uh, Urban Dictionary before anybody else. Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll think about. We'll leave it up to the audience so they can, um, they can kind of yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they can yay yeah or nay it. Will the uh, Dennis Miller people like that? <laughs> uh, I'm sure they'll love it. I'm sure they'll I'm love scared. it. Um, you can cut that. <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. So, um, yeah, so any that was it. So the little bit of controversy. We've got we've got Nixon. We've got the laughing gentleman on the phone call talking about the dolphins. Wrap it all, put a bow, hand it back to me for, so I can unwrap it, Harmon. Um, well, Nixon, wasn't he, like, a huge football fan? He was, he, and he played Steel. football. Yeah, he played football in college, too. And where, where did he go to college? Uh, Whittier College. He went undergraduate out in California, I'm pretty sure, but then he got his law degree at Duke. Okay, gotcha. Oh, okay, so no matter what the era, it seemed that presidents and comedy teams alike both love football okay that was good all right have a great super bowl everyone there you go that was good that was a cheery message a little bit cheerier than 900 people dying from drinking flavor aid from last week so you, got, you got to change things up a little bit we didn't commit suicide we came in an act of revolutionary suicide protesting the conditions of an inhumane world well, let's let, you've got you've got that out of the way. I know you've got stuff to plug, Harbin. So let's hear you what you have to plug this week. Plug away. This Friday, I'll be having a book launch of my new book, "Meet the Deplorables: Infiltrating Trump America." If you're in New York, particularly Brooklyn, come on down to my favorite local neighborhood bar, Pete's Candy Store, 7 p.m. We'll be telling stories from the book. Awesome. Excellent. Peace Candy Store. We love Peace Candy Store. That is, that'll actually be Super Bowl Eve, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. It'll be Friday. Super Bowl is okay, on Friday. Sunday. Okay, so Super Bowl Eve Eve. Eve right? Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can have plenty of time to recover for the Super Bowl then. Exactly. All right. Which I won't watch. Okay. I'll add a, add a protest. All right. Maybe I'll watch. I mean, there's a, yeah, there's a good sports bar in Greenpoint. Yeah. It's sort of decent. Yeah, we've been good there. Not, it has good nachos. Yeah, it was all right. You got to, you know, you got to yeah, go yeah. watch. Taking Lantern. It's for the spectacle. I might do it as well. All right, Harbin. Well, thanks for. Uh, so I, I, yeah, do you hate people that do this? Right. I, I like watching the Super Bowl for the commercials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't like people who watch commercials anyway. I don't even like oh. commercials. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, Harbin. Well, thanks for sticking around, and uh, you'll be, you'll be back for next time. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Robot Harmon. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. Be sure to um, – where can they find the podcast, Harmon? Oh, check us out on our site, uh, wordsoverchair.com, where we have not only this podcast, uh, This is the President, but also our other podcast, Comedy History 101, uh, where we delve into the history of comedy. Awesome, yeah, all sorts of episodes there. Why would we be talking about laughing? Who knows? But you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Stitcher FM, Last FM, all all those places where you can find good podcasts. And also, while you're there, why not uh, rate us? Why not leave us a comment? We like comments. Remember the comments? Harmon had some comments last week, and we read them, didn't we? Yeah, and, and don't neglect that donate button. Oh, yeah, you don't want to skip the donate button. Because you know where all that money goes to? Buying tanks and, and beer for home. So it's good. It's all, put, it's all put to good use.
Yes. Okay, all right. All right. Thanks for sticking around. All right. Bye, everyone. Milani! <laughs> Where's my diaper? Milani is right now changing a diaper probably 40 feet away from me.